The Clown Academy is an immersive task-based horror experience. That was Cameron Cooper, co-owner of The Clown Academy. And coming up on today's show, we're going to their opening night to learn more about this hybrid experience. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 38 of our 61-day Hauntathon, counting down to Halloween. Today is Friday, October 8th, and there are 23 days until Halloween. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. And now, back to the Clown Academy. Just a note on spoilers here, we are using on-site audio and we're discussing pieces of the experience, so it might count as a spoiler for some listeners, so be warned. The Clown Academy is an abandoned school that clowns have taken over to carry on the tradition of clownery, and they use classic board games to teach, so each room is uh, subtly mocked with a board game, and each student has to participate into each room to progress. We wanted to take a haunted house and add different elements into it. And that is Chase Fitz, the other co-owner. So that it is more than just a walkthrough. So that there are little moments and little scenes within the maze that people can really enjoy and appreciate the immersive feel to it. I wanna hear the story of how you arrived at the Clown Academy. I love clowns and I love the circus. And we knew we couldn't do a traditional under the big top, elephants, you're in a cage. And then he had the idea of pairing it with a school. We always wanted this like grungy, 70s, rundown. They've been doing this since 1901. They're tired. They have to do this. They're on a loop if you want to go Black Mirror. The biggest thing is you're walking in on them. They're not waiting for you. I think that was one of the biggest parts is that they are living in amongst this space and you are interrupting them with every room you go into. We build off the tasks too. What is it in a school that we wanted to do that we couldn't do? Pull a fire alarm. (laughs) Do a Ouija board in the bathroom or misbehaviors, like waking up your teacher. Because everyone had a substitute teacher that just slept. Disrupt my class. Like it's not even happening. Disrespect. Get out of my sight. You're a disgrace to both of you. Chase here used to be obsessed with aquariums. So I kind of was designated as the freezer as my vision. He had the cafeteria as his vision. And he was like, I'm gonna get a fryer, I'm gonna hook it up to an aquarium system and make it bubble, and people can reach their hands in. Get me a lunch, we're getting you lunch. Uh, nope. Uh, I gotta put my hand in. Oh my gosh, no, I really cannot. Okay. All right, I got it, I'll give you another worm. And I'm like, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Once we got that initial like school academy feel, everything built off of that. And then our minds just went crazy as far as what we could do and divide the space into. All of our family and friends, as well as our biggest supporters and fans are woven into the maze on the bathroom walls, on the nurses kind of statistics to whose body parts a cost what in in the classroom on the tests for john wayne gacy other local haunt and escape room owners 
Everything has to be branded. Everything has to be a theme. If you're going to ask me a question, like when we're out here, we're technically students with our like shirts yeah. on inside. Like our actors definitely have to be good at improv because it's like, what did you have this morning? Oh, if you're in the cafeteria, oh, I had worms and beetles like every other day. What is the biggest challenge for you right now getting through the rest of the season? Mine isn't necessarily getting through the rest of the season. This is smooth selling. It's on idle. Building it, I had never done sound before. I don't understand technology or soundboards or the little green little plates and wires. Triggers. So sound, yeah. oh, triggers, oh. I left one day. Good thing no one was here. Yeah. There were words that have never, will never be spoken again. Triggers are the death of me and sound. So moving forward, those will be hired out. So, yeah, yeah I agree with everything. He yes. did it, not me. So I'm not going to take any set deck. <laughs> Incredible. It's so easy to us. I grew up in Kentucky, so I'm used to building with wood and like on a farm. So set dressing easy to us. It's the tech that yeah. will be outsourced. Why did you decide to change the kind of the direction? First off, just for our own preference, the event last year was an hour and 30 minutes from our home. And so we miss one thing and we leave one thing home and it's a whole half day wasted. And just also getting our actors up there and back just wasn't the most convenient thing. And we had a very specific format that we did out there that I think was very successful for the space that we were in but we really wanted to figure out how we could expand the company. And with that format, we could really only go so far with an experience that long, the amount of cars that were able to get up there and such. So that was really our big difficulty. So we wanted to really bring it back home, get it more local, get more people involved to really branch out from here. Because with what we were doing, it could only go so far. And where are you gonna go now? We have a lot of different concepts we're playing with. In different, different industries, especially in the springtime. Concepts and themes are easy. Our number one issue every single year is the location. Yeah. We got this one in June, so we had to, July. So we had to throw it together in two months yeah. as far as planning and construction and everything. I want to do Aliens next year. And of course, No Haunt would be complete without something creepy happening during build. Oh my God, okay, here's the thing. So he's away on a wedding, okay? And I am here building whatever, and I'm upstairs fidgeting with something, all right? And then all of a sudden, the picture on the wall begins to shake. And like, I'm upstairs, okay? And it's only me, it's like 11 p.m. at night. And it starts to shake and the whole entire place. And first off, I just thought someone is either here, someone's fucking with me. It's a haunted house. I don't know what the fuck, who's here, he's whatever. And come to find out it was an earthquake. I'm like, I'm getting the hell out of here. This, that's it. But that was a good experience for me <laughs> by myself. If you're still not sure about the Clown Academy, good, because we didn't want to spoil it. But let's leave you with a few words from Cameron. I think our haunted house isn't going to be terrifying. It's not extreme. We focus on different scares rather than coming out of a window or a jump scare. Kind of anticipation scares or play on. If you want to have fun, great. Come to us. If you want to be absolutely terrified and shaking in a corner, don't expect that with us. Yeah. But expect to have a good time. The Clown Academy is open every Thursday through Sunday, now through Halloween, from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. For more information, visit theclownacademy.com. 
The Academy is at 2525 West Washington Boulevard in Los Angeles, and there's a free parking after 6 p.m. The audio and interview in today's show was recorded on location by myself on opening night, which was October 7th, 2021. Today's episode was produced by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Stay up to date this season with our free weekly newsletter. Sign up at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts in our 61-day Hauntathon. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. We'll see you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.